Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship. Now, Jimmy, you're feeling good. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're in our happy place. Where, which is? Uh, La Vida. We're at the cigar shop. We're smoking cigars. We're yep. drinking some bourbon. We got uh, Paul Maxwell in the house. Yep. And uh, we're, we've got some really good cigars. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you're comfortable. You, you're smoking the Maduro. Okay, people always want to know. We're doing my smoking. father. All right, so I'm smoking. We, we had an event. There was a My Father event on Friday. De Las Antillas Maduro, which is really good. Now, you're smoking uh, a big boy. <laughs> the Le Bajou. Le Bajou. The Le Bijou. Le, Le Bijou. So, 1922. <laughs> I'm glad you're comfortable because I'm going to spring this on you. I know you're already a little apprehensive. I'm, I am apprehensive because I actually don't, I don't know what we're talking about. I, I'm, I, so I told Jimmy I want to spring it on you and we'll just talk about it. So It's a Thursday sound, episode. Nobody cares. I know, cares. but if I sound dumber than usual, guys, it's because I didn't have any idea ahead of time. Well, I'm not prepping either. I just I thought like there's been a lot yeah, of talk you're the about human this later. Prep machine, though. No, I'm not. All right, oh, so here we go. You know everything. We're recording. Listen, I'm like, and we'll I'm, throw a topic I'm, out I'm, there, I'm, and I'm, Joe will be like, "Oh, hold on," and he'll look at his bookshelf. You're like, "Uh," he'll no. grab a book. He'll go to a certain chapter and be like, "I'm ready." Okay, well, we don't have any books here. No books. And here. the only preparation I have is preparation H. Okay, so uh, now let's let's get on with this. I felt like you were going to go in that direction. Yeah, you, <laughs> you knew I was. I'm trying to talk over my joke. I wasn't going to let you. I was going to bring it back. Okay, so go. Pass me the lighter. The Billy Graham rule. The Billy Graham rule? Do you know what the Billy Graham rule is? No. What's the the Billy Graham rule? Okay, this is going to be good because it's it's gotten a lot of play recently. The Billy Graham rule is uh, a principle that he lived by throughout his ministry. Mm -hmm. His rule was, I am not going to be alone with a woman other than my wife. So, oh, okay. Uh, in order to just sort of protect myself, uh, to protect other people. Now, to, is this coming up because of uh, Vice President Pence? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. See, we're so yeah. current. Yeah. We're so, so, we we're know. so, we're so we know. current. VPP. V, what? VP Pence. All right. There you go. VPP. You done with VPP? Uh, yeah, you know me. You Really, you are? Wow. Yeah. So, that's because you voted for that, uh, for that, for well, that team. Um, I can't. No. Wait. Homeland Security. Never mind. Oh, I'm yes. Done. Oh, I'm, I'm we not love, say my we thought. love our president. Trump is... <laughs> Is our president. <laughs> all of our president. All right. So um, We just lost all of our southern listeners. Did they all vote for Trump? Uh, I would assume so. Wow. That was, I don't know, that was pretty ju- That was pretty prejudicial right there. You think so? Oh, yeah. You just I don't know. Let's, out- let's go ahead and ask Russell Moore. Okay. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> let's ask him what he's dealing with right now. All right. So, the Billy Graham rule. Billy Graham rule. Uh, Not going to be alone with a woman. Adopted by a lot of pastors. Yep. Uh, so that they simply will not meet with women alone. And what this oftentimes... So, uh, hold on. They will not meet with women alone? Right. Gotcha. Other than their wife, yep. of course, and uh, their family, their kids, or whatever. So um, is this a good rule? Is it a bad rule? Like, ooh, what are your thoughts on it? I've got thoughts on it. I, you know. Um, well, is there... Uh, let me... Here's how we try to do things. Yeah, yeah. How is that a good rule? How can it be a bad rule? Okay. Mm, I think it's a good rule, one, to uh, resist temptation... Okay, so, so you just if you you're afraid if you meet with a woman alone, no, you're just gonna start making some, out. I'm, I'm saying there might be some that feel like they can't. Oh, but what about you? you know, what about me? you? Yeah, I, I got I have the most beautiful woman in, in the world. Right. at my house. Right. Why am I gonna so, go have hot dogs? Okay, so you'll meet with women alone. No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. When you I'm, asked the question. Yeah. Hey, would I do that? Would you have that? Okay, so do you follow the Billy Graham rule? Do I follow the Billy Graham rule? Uh. Yes and no. Okay. In what ways? In what ways? I think it depends on the context. Like, have I met with women alone? Yes. But have I met them 
in a secluded, isolated yeah. area? No. Right. Has it always been in public? Yes. Has it? Have I never told my wife ahead of time about the meeting? Wait, what, how did I word that? <laughs> I think you can say no. Okay, so, no. I like how you interview yourself. That's that's know, that's like, not annoying at all when people no, do that. No, because everyone. So do I like know, this? Well, everyone yes, wants I to do. Know what the fofo thinks on the subject? All right. So um, you're not, you know, providing anything. So I got to make it happen. I'm yeah. letting you roll, man. Here we go. Roll. So is that a fat joke? Because I'm round. No. That was a that no. was hey, a fat Taylor. joke because I'm round. Oh, change the subject. Taylor Gabriel. Change the right, subject. What were we talking about? Fatness? I don't know. Anyways, keep right. going. Um, the Billy Graham rule. Billy Graham rule. Uh, it, it has different forms and whatnot. And there are some people that are just blasting away at anybody mm-hmm. who would say, because it feels patriarchal. It feels like it paints women in a bad light, like like they're the problem. I'm not blaming the woman. No, 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 no. no. Oh. People say this about, some people say this about right. people who follow the Billy Graham rule. Okay. Um, others would say like, okay, so it either, it either makes, it either means that you think low of women that you can't meet with them, or you think low of yourself that you can't, you have no self-control, you can't meet with a woman. And so they have a lot of questions and a lot of pushback. Um, so I think um, for pastors, most pastors I know, in general, do not meet with women alone for counseling. Um, they don't meet with women alone in any kind of secluded sense. And some of them have really hard rules where they simply do not meet with women alone in any form, in any context. Now, for us, like you said, oh, you want to say something? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this after. Okay, so – you said that you have met and will meet with a woman, uh, just you and her, if it's in a public context. In a public context. So, so some people would say, well, then you're not alone. Like, okay, well, then fine. Okay. Um, but uh, – and, and that, is, that is my policy. Uh, I don't meet with a woman at the church uh, unless there are other people present. I don't um, – but I will meet a woman at the church if other people are there. I'll meet with a woman at, uh, at, at a coffee shop. And at you know at the church I've seen it I know you don't uh, you don't close the door all the way no no I, I just you know I just assume now listen if, if if we need privacy and all that we we can have certain level of that but if there really is um, serious counseling going on uh, we bring other people into that mix yep. or we refer them and that's really just not just for women I mean realistically I I, I meet with uh, a, a small I mean I would say it's a very small percentage of men alone without anybody else around. Usually yeah. there's other people around, whether it's at the church or at a coffee shop or at the cigar shop or wherever. So in one sense, I want to say this is not a problem. If you're saying, listen, uh, the reason – so here, uh, here's, here's what people would say. The reason they follow a kind of Billy Graham rule is because, A, they don't want it to look like anything inappropriate is going on. Yeah, I think perception. Yeah, perception because feels reality, and then you could kind of really – uh, just one accusation. That's all it takes, right? So I get so that. So be above reproach. They're, 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 they they want to make sure that their reputation is, is intact and they're not making people wonder what's going mm-hmm. on. So we get that. Um, other people are concerned that you know if you're meeting with a person of the opposite sex regularly in private, that things can happen. Emotions can happen if there's a friendship, if there's a connection. Well, and we've seen that. We've seen that happen. I mean, yeah. I know I know personally of some pastors that that has happened so do i yeah yeah we've also know even in the public sphere mm-hmm. of celebrity pastors that that has happened to and they've lost their ministries and whatnot right and, th- and those are known because they're well-known celebrity yep. types uh but there are even more that aren't well known uh that, that this happens to so we we get that that there is a danger in close relationships between sexes um where lines get blurred and whatnot so when i'm thinking about 
about this rule, um, I would say that on the one hand, there is some wisdom, a lot of wisdom in being careful how people of the opposite sex uh, spend time together and interact. And I do think being truly alone uh, with one another outside of you know, there, there might, there, certainly there are contexts where that has to happen. Uh, and it may be vocationally, it, it may be, uh, there are, th- but as ministers, I think that we do need to be careful. Um, but on the other hand, there are hard lines that people draw on this. And I, I, had a, I had a professor in seminary who told me, if I was driving my car down the road and I saw a woman broke down on the side of the road uh, and it was raining out and she needed a ride to the gas station, I would not pick her up. Because we would be alone in my car. Okay. Now, you said you would not be alone with a woman. Mm-mm. What about in that case? Well, I've had that happen. Okay. Not in that exact scenario, but uh, what, I would, what I did in that case was actually I called a friend. Kept him on the line? Kept him on the line. See? While I was driving. Right. Um, in fact, I had a buddy. I don't want to say who it was, but it was Steve McCoy. And, no, you can't uh, say Oh, his I just name. said his name. Yeah, I just said his name. You know, actually, and, this story doesn't make him look bad. So you can no, say it makes Steve him look McCoy. Good. So Steve McCoy, the godliest man I know, my best friend. Okay. Go. Oh, really? Nah, now you don't live right. here. So, now, if um, he moves here, you're in trouble. So Steve got in a situation where he essentially got trapped into driving this young lady home. And that's just not something that he does. So he called his wife. <laughs> He couldn't get her on the phone. <laughs> so he called me, and he's like, uh, and I'm like, all right, let's just, let's just talk on the phone. So we did same thing, same thing. Now, this guy was like, okay, what if you don't have a cell phone? Do you just leave her on the side of the road? I couldn't do that. So what you're, I, I couldn't do that. I, I, so I, what you're saying, now, I asked that to the, to the prof, and you know what he said? What's that? He said, I would let her take my car, and I'd stay by hers. Really? Yeah. Man, I got a bridge you can buy. Yeah, I know. There's a sucker born every minute. <laughs> Look, um... The reality is ministry involves risk. Mm-hmm. It involves necessary risk. You are going to be in situations where, in general and on principle, you're not doing things where you just might have to take the gamble. And, yeah, I, I think there are going to be situations where, well, you know what? Jesus was accused of all kinds of things that weren't true of him because of how it looked to some people or, or people point. took the opportunity to judge him falsely. Good point. So I, I think that... The, it, rules are good. Like we have, I have rules that I live by. Like I don't wear short pants if I'm not swimming, sleeping, or working out. I ain't we wearing have, the we short have, pants. We have not to, talked. I, about, you wear short pants while I, you work out? Oh yeah, of course. Well, no, actually, I, I've been I've been wearing running pants. But I um, thought so. I'm like, I, yeah, I haven't seen you. in But the I'll, short I'll, pants. I'll, I'll, wear, I'll wear the short pants. But I don't I wear don't the think short. I've ever seen you in short? No, pants. No, of course not. Unless you're we're working out together no, or mowing saw, the lawn. You know, you know what? I think I saw a picture one day when you guys were at the beach. Yep. I wear I wear my short pants on the beach with your camouflage. Grown hat. men wearing short pants out in public is weird. You think so? What? What's wrong with pants? Or sorry, what's wrong with shorts? Uh, short pants for little boys, fine. Short pants for grown men, well, I don't get it. Wearing right. the cargo right. pants. We digress. Keep going. So what was I saying? I don't remember. Uh, short oh, pants. rules. Yeah, rules, rules are good. Rules, rules, no short rules pants. are good. Rules are fine. But sometimes you're gonna break them. Like when I'm on vacation, and Jen's like, "Will you please wear these shorts when we go out today? We're in Tennessee. It'll be Nashville. It'll be fun." I'll be like, "All right, baby." So I'll wait, wear- that's what's fun for you guys when we're like, "That's what's fun." And she's like, "Hey, here's something really special." No, it's not really you special. Wear some short she pants. didn't say really special. But no, you I listen, made it sound like that. You well, just, first you of all, went through this whole thing first of like, all, I have oh, really good legs. My legs are no, like tight. You do they not. Look, I've oh, seen your legs. My legs are now they're white. They are almost no, translucent. They are. Disgusting. They look like they have the skin of a jellyfish. Disgusting. No, my legs are. Roll I, them up, Paul. Tell him. Disgusting. Okay, Paul. Now Paul is ripped. 
Yeah. Paul is ripped. He is a as he takes his his, his health very seriously. He's, he's like now, a Paul, jacked. He's like a jacked up Paul's Lex not, Luthor. Paul's look at him. Lie. Jacked. Paul's not, Paul's not gonna lie. Now, Paul, when you when you when you look at my calves right here, would you say that they are now not the color? Of course, they look like the skin of a jellyfish or a vampire. But all right, check it out. Look at this. Badow. I'm uncomfortable with this right, situation so now, right now. All right, so <laughs> how are they looking? Right, oh, oh yeah, right. that's right. right. Thank you, Paul. So, anyways, no, she was just saying like, "Hey, you know what? We'll go no out." No standards, Paul. No she likes standards. she likes it, she likes it when I wear shorts. I don't wear shorts, so on vacation, oh, when that's what's special. She was like, "Why don't you wear sports?" Maybe wear, wear some wear some shorts for me. Hey, whatever it takes. So here's the thing: you got these rules. It's okay, but there are going to be situations where the good of that person uh, and your your call by God to help that person might run into conflict with your man-made rule, and so something's got to give. What are you going to do? You're going to leave somebody stranded? You're not going to help them? You're not going to serve them? Yeah, what is that professor like? How does he go to uh... – give me a second. Okay, how does he go to what? No, stop it. What? He goes No. He goes to the to store. The... No, the parable. The parable of the short pants. No. The, I have no idea what you're talking traveling. about. It gets – the Good Samaritan, go, the most well-known right, parallel. No, back, that's not. Back, we're not no, cutting no, that out. Back. We're not cutting that out. So, how does that professor? Uh, how does he deal with the the parable of the Good Samaritan? Well, first of all, those were two dudes. But I'm talking about that principle still applies to be no, helping. They don't care about dudes, which is weird. They don't care about dudes. No, they don't care about meeting alone with dudes. They only care about meeting alone with people of the opposite sex. All right. But who's to say that there wouldn't be some kind of a homosexual thing start? Good point. It happens. It happens. That stuff, that stuff happens. Um, so it's – I, I, listen, I, I would say I think you're right. Uh, and what he would say is, well, listen, uh, that person, they're not alone. They're on the street. They're out. They're hanging out. They're not secluded in a car where nobody can see or we can drive around. Okay. All right. So I get the concern. I get the fear. And we're going to do an episode on why pastors have affairs. We're going to do an episode on that. Are we really? I just, I just decided. You just decided. Yeah. I, right permission now. granted. I, well, I granted. I told you. you didn't, permission, permission granted. Permission, permission granted to have a thought. Order. I gave you it was a an thought. executive order. Your thought is, yes, you can go hey, and Hey, Jason. What's up, homie? Hey, Jason. Jason. Jason's in the house. So, All right. All right. We'll do an episode on that. All right. So I think your rules are fine. Your guidelines. Everybody's going to have principles. And you know what? And that's your prerogative. We all have principles by which we operate. When you enforce them on other people, if yeah. they're not biblical, that's dangerous. We need to push back against that, guard against people falsely binding another's conscience. Um, but we also have to be, I think, wise enough to know the difference between this would be an act of obedience to God if I do this, though it may run into conflict with a principle that I've tried – to, to live by. Now, when you're, uh, you're like a, a wealthy celebrity Christian and you have limo drivers and all this kind of stuff, maybe you Wait, can... are there actual celebrity Christians that have limo drivers? Of course. No, I'm, don't say of course. Of course. I, why? Of course. You're telling me... Jimmy, you have limo drivers. Yeah, but I ain't no celebrity Christian. And there are celebrity about, Christians that make a lot more money than you? Yeah, so you're talking about... You're telling me Pope Piper gets driven around. No, of course not. He's okay. not. He's not. Not, not, every, not say, every celebrity Christian. Okay, so James McDonald. I wouldn't know. I don't know if he has a limo driver, but I'm sure he's been in a limo just like you've been in a limo. A lot. Like every time you have to go anywhere more than 10 miles, you get the limo. I'm not at more than You get than like a stretch miles. limo. You get the stretch limo if you have to go to like, uh, you want to go to Whole Foods. It's not close by. You'll take okay, the limo. That, that's not true. Is that's that not, not true. I, oh, I made that no, up. No, you made that yeah. up. You, go, you take the limo when you go to the airport. Yeah, because it's cheaper. Or the Cubs game. It's That's cheaper. It's not cheaper. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I got free parking for you at a Cubs game anytime you want. Yeah, uh, there's other reasons that I'm. I'm oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I get so it. So in the it. end, it's still cheaper. 
Uh, it's not that cheaper. Um, uh, I, cheaper. That costs more on the limo. Huh? Okay. No, nobody, nobody knows. Yeah, nobody's yeah. know what we're doing. Um, yeah, Billy Graham rule. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's anything to freak out about. No. But at the same time, I do think some pastors live by a rule that they've invented rather than uh, the commands of Scripture, and sometimes they can get in conflict with one another. So then when is it inappropriate then? Because you said, you know, here's some good reasons or, you know what I mean, like some exceptions. But when, when does it become inappropriate? You kind of alluded to it. Uh, like you're saying it's good when I don't, you're here's, being ob- ob- I don't, obedient. I, but clear, I, clearly it is not sin to meet with a person of the opposite sex. No, in it's a not a sin, but I'm talking about for the individual themselves. I would say it's inappropriate or it becomes inappropriate when you desire to be alone. And I think now we're maybe going yeah. into the subject you want to talk about later. Yeah, but. well, I mean, we certainly, um, that's when you've got to check your heart. You've got to end relationships sometimes because they're not healthy. And that can be between two dudes. Some guy might, a friend of yours might lead you down the wrong path. Or um, you might lead a person down the wrong path. Yeah. And you know that it's just bad chemistry. And so you've got to end that thing. And that's true with people of the opposite sex as well. If there is a if there if there are feelings of attraction, I mean, goodness, I've heard of a number of pastors, even locally, that have had quote emotional affairs end quote with uh, with women. So uh, apparently, some have accused us of having an emotional affair with each as, other. As, yes, as yeah. not with other women though. No, with, yeah. with each other. Yeah, no, no, yeah. In fact, somebody recently said on a podcast that he wishes. No, he didn't say he wishes. He no, said he. He said he's not as close to his oh, wife yeah. as you and I are to each other. <laughs> hey, man, that's, uh, hey, that's Paul. more telling about you and... Uh, yeah. That's more telling about you and... Uh, yeah, we're doing it right. <laughs> you got to step up your game. I'm closer to my wife than I am to Jimmy. What? By a little bit. I'm closer to... By a little bit. Yeah, you were going to make a joke. <laughs> I was going to make a joke and decide it was inappropriate. Yeah, see? That's good. Restrain yourself. Restrain. Now... <laughs> Paul uh, knew the joke I was going to make. <laughs> here, here's... Any... You, you have to know. You have to, you have to govern yourself, and you have to have people around you that know. So my calendar is filled up. Everybody knows the meetings that I'm having that yeah, are scheduled. Everyone know, and here's the thing. Everyone knows Joe's meetings. Joe, yeah. Joe shares his calendar with uh, certain members of the staff as well as with your wife. Oh, yeah. My wife sees my calendar. She knows who I'm meeting with at all times. Yep. And uh, like, you know, so um, I had to meet with uh, Krista McDunn. She's, uh, she yep. helps us out with the podcast here. She's the one that ran point on the, the conference. On the conference. And uh, Krista. Krista and Kevin and their son Ian, big done. They are awesome believers. I love them, and so yeah. But like, so I would meet Krista at the coffee shop or whatever, of course. And there's nothing weird there. But I definitely um, wouldn't just go and hang out at her house when nobody's there. I just yeah. wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that with any woman. It doesn't matter how good of a friend we are. Uh, not because I didn't think anything would happen. Uh, I just, I just think it, it might not just okay. On one level, it might look bad. I think in in, in on another level. It is a potentially bad habit yeah. to have because while you think like everything's on the up and up and everything's good, there are contexts in which those kinds of meetings and relationships do lead on to other problems, and that's what we're going to talk about in another episode. So, Billy Graham rule. Can we, can we not call it the Billy Graham rule? I would just call it wisdom. Well, no, because it, 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 uh, I, I, I don't call, think it's there. I think there's wisdom there. The, well, so it depends on how you define the Billy Graham rule, though. Yes. Yeah. So there is wisdom in uh, protecting our interactions with people of the opposite sex. That's right. But we should not be afraid of the opposite sex. Yeah. And here's the other part then. As, as, as a minister, how are you going to shepherd the whole body? Right. Right. Like how, how then are you going to care for the whole body if only you're going to, you know, I mean, I think predominantly we do focus on men. We focus on, on leadership development. As complementarians especially, that's the case. Yeah. But 
there's still that sense of we need to protect and we need to nurture and we need to care for the spiritual development of, of women. Right. Of well, the well, th- think about it. Uh, so, uh, complementarians, and we're going to do an issue, uh, an episode on complementarians. I've been wanting this episode. Uh, we're, how, we're, how long have I wanted this episode? Okay, so well, we both want it. I know, but how long have I now, wanted you've been you've been raging. Now, that's – and probably it's best that we waited because when yeah, that episode cooled drops – I'm, I don't know if I'm cooled off. You've cooled off. I've cooled off. You're ready to punch some babies. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to punch some, some. I don't know. Complementarians. Some, uh, some really... Conser- Ca- caps lock complementarians. Yeah, caps lock. They're probably seminary professors now. I don't know. Complementarians. Complementarians. All right. Um, what were we talking about? When has it become inappropriate? No. no. We were going somewhere. I don't even remember. We were talking about... Complementarianism. We got to that. Oh, yeah. So it, it, among complementarians. This is what happens when we just throw out a topic. Oh, why not? So, um, so we're not going to have women pastors. Mm-hmm. No, no women pastors. Mm-hmm. So we have pastors. Yeah, but we've got to care for the women. Okay, yeah. but, but, but we can't meet with them alone. Nope. And we're so afraid to meet with them for whatever reason that we wind up neglecting them. That's right. That happens. Yeah. And so we say, like, well, we'll just get some ladies to do other things. There's got to be a way, you know, women in the church need to have access to their pastors. Absolutely. Uh, just as much as men need to have access to their pastors. And so you've got to find a way to do this that is honoring to God, honoring to men and women. Appropriate. Appropriate. Uh, appropriately protective. Yep. But, but not locked down, fundamentalistic, fearful protective. That's right. That is not healthy. So I, I get nervous when when people start to operate along principles as if they are the law of God, that I don't think is wise. I agree, absolutely. So, Jimmy, yep. If let's say a woman needs counsel, and she says, "Oh, I want to meet with one of the pastors," right? And, mm-hmm. and when you become a pastor, yep, yep, which soon, be, hopefully soon. soon. He's working on his paper. Um, she might meet with you in the church or whatever. When when her needs are um, becoming uh, more specifically um, hardwired into uh, feminine issues that you might not have insight to, mm-hmm. what do you do? Well, first, I'd bring it before the elders, and I'd let the elders know. Say, hey, I mean, you know, I've been meeting with a woman. Uh, I've been meeting with a member of the church, and <clears throat> uh, there's some issues going on. I'm not equipped for this. Right. Uh, is there a, uh, another woman in the church that can meet with us and be a part of this process, or I'll just hand off. You know or what take I mean? it over. I'll take it over. Yeah. Now, does that ever happen with other men that you might be counseling? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's, right. there's been times when the, uh, there's some church discipline or some men, uh, there's some issues that I'm not equipped to handle, and so I will encourage them uh, to seek counseling. Or see another, another, see another pastor. Another pastor in the church or another yep. person in the church that does have experience in that area. So it's not like we're saying, like, this is something that we do with women. We're just going to uh, – I can't meet with women because they have problems. Uh, there are just certain parameters around which we try to operate. And, yeah, when there are needs that go beyond our abilities and our skills, then we need to bring other people in. That's right. And so definitely this is why, you know, Titus gives us this model of – of having older godly women that are discipling other women. And we seek to encourage that in our church. We want that to happen. But as pastors, we are responsible for the whole flock, not just the dudes. Yep. Responsible right. for men and women for their spiritual good. And so, yeah, we have – so big picture here at, at our church is pastors don't meet uh, in seclusion with women. That's how we would put it. Pastors do not meet in like seclusion that. with in women. I like that. In seclusion, yep, in isolation. So um, 
So yeah, we'll meet uh, wherever. I've had to do interviews, like membership interviews back in the day, and some people can only meet at the church when there's nobody there. And I said, well, we have to meet, well, let's meet at a coffee shop. Nobody's at the church. They can mm. be better if we meet there. And nobody's offended by that. Yeah, no one's like, whoa, what, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Now, what if, like, you're in a situation, though, where it's a crisis, it's a woman, and they need you, and I know, I know what everybody's going to say, well, I grab another guy, I grab a girl, we go in on the, as a team. Okay, agreed. But what if there is no one else? You have to risk it. I would say you'd have to risk it. But I think I would still, even if I couldn't, if another person could come with me, I would still text one of the other pastors. Sure, you can I'd give a heads text. up. You can do I'd all give a he- but, And the reason why I'm doing that is because afterwards I would give a report. Right. Well, let's say your phone doesn't work. Like we're, we're talking in hypotheticals, and you're like, well, what would the, I would do I mean, this? You're talking would, like worst case scenario. I'm yeah. saying worst case scenario, I'd still go, but I'm still going to see the other person afterwards. Yeah, I'm still going to see the other person afterwards and give a report right. onto how the meeting. And happened. this is this is really really important, and and this is why I think there is a bit more freedom for us in who we meet with and how we do it because nothing is ever done in secret. No, nothing that we no. do is done in isolation. No, we, we all, believe in we believe in confidentiality, but not right. secrecy. Right, and we're we're very transparent. With one another. So what, who we're meeting with, what we're doing, all the elders know all that stuff. Plus, Jimmy can track my iPhone wherever I'm going. So, oh, yeah, I know, you know what Joe's at. What is that thing you have? Uh, no, it's just that you shared it with me. We're, what, I don't know what it is, though. You shared it with me. You told me to do it. I don't know what it was. I didn't tell you to do yeah, it. Yeah, you did. No, you wanted no, to do no, it. No, no, no. You're like, hey, guys. Let's all know where, where no, each other's at. I don't even know how to. I don't, in case we want Diet Coke. No, I don't. That was definitely not me. That was you guys. So they, they, they'll, they'll, they can, they can see where I'm at at all times. All right. First of all, it's technically a company phone, and so uh, we've got a lot of, you know, you got, oh, you got a lot. So you can see what I'm looking at. We know what you're looking at. Yeah, we know a lot of Glock we see screenshots. You've seen a lot of Glock, a lot of handguns, a lot of uh, Smith and Wesson M and P shield or Glock. 26, Glock 43, conceal carry kind of stuff. That's what you've been seeing a lot of lately. Uh, yeah, we, we're going to have a meeting about that uh, next oh, week. Oh, is there a problem? No, not a problem. We just want to make sure you get the right one. Okay, you've good. Been I was look, you've say. been looking at pink ones. No, I have uh, not. We want you to get the stainless steel one. The stainless steel? No. Well, first of all, they're... I don't know. Oh, my God. Jimmy knows nothing I'm about guns. Things, okay. I'm throwing things out there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right. So all this stuff about the, the Billy Graham rule, it's cool. Like, I think it's good to talk about. Uh, I don't think we need to be overly rigid, but we should be careful. Paul calls us yeah. to live a careful life as Christians because the days are evil. And guess what? You've got evil in you. Anything bad things can happen. We're going to do an episode on why pastors have affairs, um, how it and comes about. And complementarianism, but we oh, need yeah. Jen for that. Jen's coming on. Have you on. talked to Jen about it yet? Oh, yeah. She's dying to get on all right, to it. All right. Good. 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 Yep. She'll be on my side. Oh, man. She was just reading this book. What was she reading? Something about feminism. Which one was it, though? I don't know. Why are you well, there are, there are bad ones and good ones. The she was axi- reading the she, good ones. She was reading the accident. Well, no, she reads bad ones, too, because you've got to read that stuff. The Accidental Feminist, I think, is a good one. That's what she was just reading. I'm supposed to read it after she's done. All right. So, Joe, yeah. how can people uh, be part of the conversation? Uh, what conversation? Our conversation. The, well, they can't. We're just we're, on we're social ahead. media. Oh, then they just do it on Twitter. Oh, what, what's that handle? What? What's our handle? Dude, really? What do you, I don't know what you're talking about. What you can you? follow us on Instagram and Twitter at okay. Dr. or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head out to the website, drdevotion.com. You can click what? on the sign-up page, the contact we have Twitter? page, with the store. You can grab some gear. Uh, you can also head on over to Amazon, leave an honest five-star review for all three of Joe Thorne's new books, his trilogy, On the Church. 
Uh, and just so you know, he did write a second book called Experience the Trinity. <laughs> Shut up. Please buy it. <laughs> no one know. else has. Everybody knows about it. It's on the website. No one knows about yeah, it. Yeah, I'll know about it. All right, please buy the book. Fresh Pod buy the book. every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays sometime in the future. Never. Future. Never gonna happen. It's gonna happen when we finally get time. When we have to, when we're done with this, we got our meeting about right, we're gonna have a meeting. Okay, let's have our meeting. Later. Later.